So welcome to another episode of the Five Mike Podcast. It's your boy Rick. Y'all go introduce yourselves. Um, well, I'm um Johnny Watts. Um, Marshall again. I'm a teacher, educator, whatever, and I'm also a coach here. Um, out here in Georgia. Um, and again, I'm just out here living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. So, oh, uh, okay. I don't know how to follow that, but um, <laughs> I'm Donald Donald Crenshaw. Um, you know what I'm saying one of the one of the uh, the original five mic guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm a choke. <laughs> I think we're all some of the original. <laughs> I don't know any additional animals. Uh, whatever. He had to put that out there because when, when it get big and everybody's going to try to jump on, you got to make sure people know. You better, you better know what I'm doing, Johnny. You better know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I'm trying to play catch up. He, he tried he try to make sure you're already on the Mount Rushmore. All right. That's my bad, y'all. You, you, hey, you live in your purpose, brother. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, Aria. Uh, hey, I'm I'm Ryan. Uh, my here in New Orleans. I'm a doctor, and you know, just all around cool guy. All right, man. All right, we'll go ahead and keep this thing off. Uh, first thing first, we're gonna talk about Miles Bridges. For the people who don't know, Miles Bridges was an NBA player for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, he tried to live the rapper life. He got in some trouble. And now he no longer has a job. So, what's your thoughts on that? You can't you can't afford to live by everybody else's rules when you're in that kind of world. And, and he had a a nigga wake up call. Um, I I, I feel like you know it's the same thing he just said, man. You can't. I think you got too many people that are trying to um, conflate their 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 realities. You know, they're trying to mix like what they really got going on because they have access to what they really would have going on, or, or, or really they want to have the cake and eat it too. You make a lot of money, you got a a certain persona you got to kind of keep. You got to watch yourself in the public eye and all that. But then also because you have again access to resources, you you out there and you're trying to do everything, man. But you can't do it because. End of the day, like I think we discussed in um in the group is like, do you had a lot of money on the table? Are you trying to get paid, man? You really ain't in, in in a position right now if you're trying to really get paid to put yourself in harm's way because you want to, I guess, I guess, I don't know, live like a rapper or live like I, I don't know what the whole thing is because like you you sipping lean and you smoking and everything. Even even, even if that's what you want to do, why are you putting it out there? Like that's not. That's not smart. Do he have somebody that's working with him on the side to let him know how to, you know, uphold a certain image or whatever? Because again, in the, the day, it's all about your profession. Unfortunately, y'all like what contractors or whatever to a degree now, the way the NBA is going. So y'all, you got to kind of keep yourself away so you can always be attractive and you can keep on getting paid until your shelf life is over. Right now, you might have to prematurely got the lead because of the decisions you making. You know, they just ain't smart decisions. You know, so that's just how I kind of see it. Man went from the, the penthouse to the outhouse, dog. He was about to sign a hundred and eighty-eight. Yeah, right. A hundred eighty-eight million. And he and, threw threw it all away. And uh, the biggest issue I think for a lot of people is that there's no 
there's no book for this. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of people that are turning 19 and are jumping in the water that the average person doesn't have to navigate. Like, imagine having to grow up at 19. Some mm-hmm. of the stupid things that we did. So you, you kind of feel sorry for them. But then in the same breath, I kind of wonder about, like, dog, you play for, for Michael Jordan. I know he probably not talking to y'all every day, but I guarantee he probably didn't sat y'all down and had conversations with you. And you didn't see people fuck up, too. But a lot of people just don't understand, and they don't have the people to talk to them in their circle to be adults about this. And that's the sad part, because for them, like, you 19... You got social media. You got more money than the next. Dog, like, your clout is on 5,000. Like, I want to I wanna film everything. I want to show everything because motherfuckers is loving this. Like, I'm going to have, like, 100,000 views because people want to see me, you know, do the money cell phone. Or people want to see me in the club with, like, 30 bottles. Or, you know, people want to see me posted up in my, my Bentley or my Rolls Royce chilling or you know some big stripper chilling on me or whatever whatever but a lot of these dudes just don't understand like dog you can live your life you can do whatever I'm not saying it's good bad or indifferent but for the love of God keep it off your camera keep it off camera everybody does not need to see your moves and like we just keep seeing this stuff play out again and again and again because it's just incessant need to show the world everything that you're doing and yeah. show that you're better than the next man and that shit is just wild and it's all yeah. people don't have the right people in the corner telling them hey you know, everything don't gotta go on camera bro hey. yeah that's true cause oh, yeah. like um I don't know hey. if y'all heard any of his don't nobody need to know you doing drugs especially <laughs> for real <laughs> yeah. I don't know I don't know if y'all heard any of his raps but like in his raps, he rap like he's still in the streets, like he ain't yeah. playing in the NBA. But but see that that's that's where I get an issue at. That that's where I get pissed off at. Even with like the rappers that start doing well, like y'all. That look, I'm gonna tell you when I moved out here to um the area I'm in, in Georgia, it was like I saw that a lot. I, I remember like I'm sure you had gang members everywhere. Y'all had bloods in the city, but that's when all the young kids became bloods. Because even now. Like the the kids that's killing each other in all these different cities, a lot of them are like they're not real game members. A lot of them are game members by default, or they've never got jumped in. You know what I mean? They never had to go and go do some work to go get put in the game, which is terrible. You know, you still got those guys that do, but you got a lot of kids that just and hey, man, that's my favorite rapper. He a man got a man that put that on four. You know, like all kind of just <laughs> stuff. But like for real, dog, just based on what they're hearing. So it's kind of like they want to imitate. It's like. With art imitating life, somebody's life. And right now, it might be dang life trying to imitate art. Y'all trying to imitate what we call quote unquote art, or, you know, for lack of a better word, you know. So he out here trying to put on that dog, but you ain't, you can't pay all them good checks from the NBA. You get to live a life that's beautiful where every day you wake up and you going to play basketball, a game you love. You got folks that locked into job right now. They hate, but they doing that to support their family. But y'all gonna go piss all the other way because you wanna prove something to the next man. Dog, his homeboys weren't making it no better though, because his homeboy was rapping about saying that you know if Charlotte doesn't pay what he want, he'll go hoop in Detroit. 
Oh shit! That boy Watson was preaching too much of that real. They when he got him. Hey man, you know, you know, they always get him once or twice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought we were gonna. Um, so, oh, so are we discussing like? Yeah, he took a turn for the worst, but didn't he just beat his girlfriend up too? Yeah, he did that too. Yeah. So he he decided to double down as if that wasn't bad enough that he was getting caught with lean and weed on his wow. stories. He decided to swing on his girl. And look, yeah, I I don't I understand that domestic situations are a lot more complex than people ever want to give credence to. I'm not here to say you should ever put your hands on a woman. But what I am saying is when you have $5 million on the line, if she's spazzing out, dog, just get the fuck up and go out the house. And, and I know it's easy to say that after the fact. It's it's so easy to say that after the fact because you are 19 years old. You're still trying to grow up. You Shit, this is probably the first real semi, and when I say real, the first real relationship you didn't ever have because nigga, you ain't in no dorm and you ain't living with your mom dukes. So you got money, you got access, and quote unquote, this will probably be a real girlfriend because you know, hey, you wanna go out, yeah, let's go out. Hey, you wanna go do that? Yeah, let's do that. Hey, what you up to? I don't know. You wanna hang out? Yeah. So you you got people growing up in life, in business, and in relationships all at once. And, and it's not easy. And again, I'm not excusing him because you, you you can't you can't be out here putting your hands on on people, women or men. But the the the, the issue again, dog, when you got so much stuff on the line, dog, you just gotta get up and run. Like I don't care if you push her down, like you got to run. Like she starts spazzing, trying to argue with you, run, push her down and run. Like go stay with your 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 homie or go by, you know, one of your teammates or go by your mom dudes or go by wherever. Just get the fuck out the house because you can't afford for nothing to go south. I don't care if she up in that house tearing everything up. Call the police, file a charge, she going to jail, and your insurance will take care of the rest. Even if you don't have a lot to lose, you still get out of that situation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean that, that goes without saying, but I mean, in a situation, he got so much more on the line. Like you can't even afford to like try to reason with him. Like one of us, we might try to reason with him because no. Like, no, no, I'm I'm leaving. Exactly. I'm saying like dog, we didn't got I've a whole done it lot before. older. Uh, I've we, done it before. This is from we, we've got we've gotten a whole lot older, so we know no, no point. Nope. I'm just saying, like, a young nigga, he might not even think like that. Yes, you need to avoid it at all costs, but no. if you got 100 M's on the line, boy, you got to get the fuck. Hey, I, got negative, right I got negative 100 M's, and I'm getting <laughs> out of there. That's right. I mean, I'm going to tell you, it's just like what Shaw said. When I was young, too, I'm not going to stay in there and deal with that. I'm not going to go through that. I don't I don't care how, if I ain't got, na- na- like you say, nan M, negative M. Like, I'm not, I'm just not going to go through it. Knowing what I know and understanding, because one thing I, I said, this is my last point on the whole thing. Experience, whether it's, it's, it's your own personal experience or what, again, social media access and all this stuff, it allows you to see it, the news coming right here. You can see what's happening to people all over the place. You can see the past history, the past news. Uh, I don't care. Experience is a great teacher, either your experience or somebody else's. But I done seen what is right. Don't never go right. 
this don't go left every time. So I don't see no reason why I'm going to fall a victim to the most hey, obvious way to get yourself screwed. I'm on a podcast, man. I got a podcast. I'm doing something my own way. But 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 that's that's basically like all I got on is like man it, it's 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 time out man it's 2022 and like I always complain about stuff like this it, it it's no more excuses for the woman that has seven baby daddies in 2022 like why like why it's no more excuse for the man that say oh man I didn't know man I didn't know I was gonna get a pregnant but she said she's on birth control like dog stop playing man it's too much we it, y'all playing the same game over and over again everybody taking the L because of it. So, man, come on. You got to be smarter. <clears throat> I mean, you're right. Everybody got to be smarter. But I also see I also see where Ryan's coming from because the dude is young. And a lot of times um, when you're young, you, you don't really think. It's just kind of like whatever your first reaction is. Like somebody mm-hmm. swing on you, you swing back on them. You know what but, I'm saying? But stop, and, making, <clears throat> stop making girlfriends your life so early. I get mad now. Stop making these women, dude. You're 18, 19. You, why you, why she in your house? Like, I don't care how much you love her, man. Cool, you young boy, live your life. You, these kids also don't have a bachelor moment in between. Just kind of how Ryan here kind of talked about being in this certain position. All of a sudden, you got money, you 19. Cool, y'all ain't y'all, y'all leapfrogging a whole moment where you should be living, like, they're not living. They want to go ahead and get locked down. I'm locked down, yeah, man. She's living high with me, and now. Big boy stuff come up, and, and now y'all beating each other up. Like, no, man, learn how to live by yourself. Learn how to be a bachelor. Learn, learn how to know, find yourself first. Because just because you're making money don't mean you found yourself. No, oh, but when do, they, when do they get a chance to figure all that out? What, 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 it, it's a growth process, but that's why I say don't leapfrog one thing. Like, hey, if, you ain't, if you ain't figured cool. that out or no component of that out yet, then why are you going so hard for that relationship? Why oh, you? I mean, it's cool to love them, but why are you so... Hold on. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I know y'all heard that. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything. I heard nothing. <laughs> this is the, I, I, I gotta explain it because y'all heard it and we've been calling. <laughs> no, you don't. Hey, he got hair in too. It wasn't me. You know, it, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But we got this little kid. This this little kid that terrorizes our neighborhood, right? And so my next door neighbor was talking to me about it. So apparently, this little dude, he like 13, something like that. Redhead kid. About 13, 14 years old. So he takes a kid to his house, shows the kid a porno, and then try to get the kid to show him his picker, man. Man, man just, just, I'm done. I don't even want to know no more. <laughs> yeah. And this little kid, like, one time, one time, Jace, my little boy, was on his little bike or whatever, and he had went to the other side of the street, went a little too far, where Jace comes back to the house, like, he huffing and puffing because this kid is behind him, and Jace giving it all he got to get him because his life is in dodge. You know what I'm saying? So my wife comes outside, and we see the kid. And we like, hey, man, you need to chill out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who you are, who your parents is, but you're going to get hurt, especially messing with this one. And, like, yeah, it's just something wrong with the kid, man. So now that I find this out about him trying to get little kids in his house, he definitely can't step foot nowhere near my no, house no more. No, he don't need to. He got, no. he got stuff going on, bro. Exactly. That's 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 uh. That's that's crazy. My apologies okay. to the podcast. I'm outside, man. So uh, that's why y'all oh, hey, caught hey. that side, boy. I'm sorry, guys. 
Should have brought Summer. He's outside, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, my 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 only point that I, I'm making, and I'll kind of leave it alone, is you're asking for 18, 19, 20-year-olds to make big boy decisions and be mature about it and things like that. Like, dog, you skipping a lot of steps that the average person don't, you know, don't get to skip. Like, dog. I had to grow up in a couple relationships before I, I started getting on my grown man. And oh, you talking about he 18 years old and you got women that most niggas would get a right arm for to just fuck throwing themselves at him and you want him to be smart about every decision that he makes. No, everybody's twenty four dude who went from having maybe a thousand dollars in his bank account and, and I'm just kinda it depends on where you at. And what your deals is looking like to having two, three hundred thousand show up in your bank account every so you know every two, three checks, dog. Like that is just it's a process that unfortunately they skip over, and there's no instruction manual. And again, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just merely flipping the other side of the coin and saying, hey, it's not always easy on these boys. It ain't, but it, it shouldn't be so hard that you're beating the brakes off no woman. I, no, I just can't. And, and, I can't. And, I, and like I right. said, I never, I right. never, I never gave no excuse for that one. Violence is never the answer, man. Yeah, never, because look, I never, I never gave no, no excuse for that one. Yeah. But but I'm giving I'm giving you all what you're saying because you know I feel the same way sometimes in terms of that youthfulness and like you say the thing that are those demands. But look, that come along with the territory, man. And that's why I keep saying what I'm saying in terms of how much time has passed, where we are now, the year in which we're in. Unfortunately, man, they have access and can grow up a little faster because they're everybody online. You want to put everything online, yeah, that means you always on there looking anyway. Like, so be smart. Like, it's some stuff that it ain't even about age, though. It's just about doing what's right and, and, and doing what just makes sense. And then let's not even let's not bypass elephant in the room. Yeah, you're drinking lean, boy. You're an opiate user, Negro. You're high all the time. You don't know what's going on, man. You might have beat this woman, the, the brakes off this woman out your mind. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to just be more aware, and you just got to make a little bit better decisions. And that ain't really an age thing to me. That's really just about just weighing out some things and then making better decisions for yourself. And then also seeing where you see yourself. Again, we talked about on other podcasts about defining success for yourself. Well, me beating this woman up to that, is that going to keep me on my successful path? Or is that going to put me in a successful place? Like Because it don't take no rocket scientist to say we all said, which is if I go and do, make this decision right now, even though it might be a heat of the moment decision, does that help me in terms of my overall goal for my career? And it don't. He ain't never seen it work for nobody. So, nah, what's up? Are, are you too high and you did this? Or you did it out of anger because you that mad or what? But either way, you got to grow up because guess what? At the end of the day, the world ain't going to care. The people cutting them checks in the NBA ain't going to care. They're going to put you out of it. You see what I'm saying? So he got to do something to help overall. <laughs> and they already put him out of it because um, Charlotte, Charlotte cut him. And they took they took his um contract out the table and they cut him. So now he's a free agent. But Ain't nobody going to touch him. him. Yeah, ain't nobody, yeah, nobody going to touch him. him. And he's an excellent talent. That's what I'm saying. He's all, he should be in the NBA most definitely. But now he go for like you said, about to make 188 or whatever millions of dollars more than I can even more than I'll ever see. You know what I mean? But you finna make all that, and now it's off the table, and you out of the league. And by the time even anybody even think about letting you get back, they might put work you out. But you, it's gonna be over for you. It's a wrap. Yeah. 
All right, man. On that note, guess we'll move on. Uh, so um, so there was a a shooting in Akron, Ohio. Uh, think a couple of weeks ago. Um, the the victim name was Jalen Walker, mm. and um, I think they say he got shot, shot like forty six times. Yeah, man. And they said supposedly he was running from the cops, but they said man. only five only five bullets looked like they came from the back. So um, they said when his body came to the corner, he was still in cuffs. So um, y'all speak on that. Hey, is that? Let me ask this question for clarification. Is that the one where the the boy jumped out the car and was running? Uh they had the video of it, and they shot him like they shot at him like ninety times. No, nah, that's not the one. That's not the same. Okay, well, nah. anyway, keep going. Well, because this, because this one, they were saying that he ran. That's why they shot him. But yeah, he, they, but he got hit with um forty six. They said he got hit with forty six bullets. Yeah, they took, they took like eighteen of them out of them, and um, they said, but only five came from the back. So, uh. They said, but they said the ones that came from the back could have been because after he got shot, he turned like his body turned. Yeah, dude, they got a video on that. I seen that video already. That dude got shot. Dude, they they hit him so many times that man body went limp. Man, that that was a that was one that was the worst shooting I ever seen. Is this is that the same one where the police was like or the dude was like we finna release the tape, but he was kind of trying to let folks know, um, kind of before they released it. You yeah, know, that, they, yeah, that's it. Like, like, yeah, do I seen that? That was terrible, man. If you see that. You'll see exactly why he got hit all them times, that, but they weren't in the back. Because when he hopped out, he just hopped out. They were kind of scary. The boys were scary. It was a bunch of police around, though. He jumped out, and he started running. He had a mask on. You know, he had one of them, because they were the black ski mask that can also be used to cover their face for the COVID stuff. That's when all the kids start wearing them. But he hops out and start running, and they just start lighting them up, man. Because <laughs> it's like they can't catch him. But he couldn't go far, man. Like, he was the passenger in that car. Well, he still had his cuffs on when they when the coroner sent when he got when his body got sent to the coroner. They so, might have went and cuffed him. You know, they'll cuff a uh, they'll cuff a joke and they put they pump full of slugs. They'll still put cuffs on them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they um you know it been outraged in Akron. You know, they, they protested. Um and it should be, boy. That was a terrible shooting, man. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Yeah, they had um they had a curfew. Um I think they about to lift the curfew though. Dog, I think they but, about to lift it. Like when, man? Like when? When? When is it gonna? When is it gonna finally be a situation where they feel the need to think before they react when it comes to us? <laughs> I mean, it's so many scenarios where you got dudes that's out there pumping lead into people. And somehow, some way, they're able to Walk have away. a a a way of peacefully bringing these dudes in and uh-huh. handcuffing them. Now, five minutes five minutes from from them encountering them, they were mercilessly hunting down and pumping lead into person after person. You're right. And somehow, <clears throat> some way, you can find a way to peacefully bring them in. And it's not like okay, well, this happened in this state and you know it is what it is it's like no this shit be happening all over and it's like I don't understand how the person with the most training to de-escalate any situation is the most panicked person in a situation most training and most weaponry 
Yeah. And, and it's like, dog, like, even if he runs away, like, fuck is he gonna run to? Like, like how how far do you think a person get away where their face is up, they got handcuffs, they they don't have no money, you monitor any debit card that they have or whatever. So like dog, like how far can they run? Where are they gonna run to? Mm-hmm. And it's like when when is it when is it going to be enough? I mean, you got people so scared and so panicked now that when they see cops, dog, like you don't even breathe a sigh of relief until they leave. Like if a cop is riding on the side of you, you sitting there calculating in your head, like, uh, am I good? Like, is this gonna be straight? Are they gonna hit me with their lights? Okay, they pass me by. Okay, they 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 on the side of me or oh they behind me. Are they looking at me? Are they checking my license plate? Okay, let me slow down. Let me, you know, do this, that, and the third. Okay, I just want to survive and make it home to my family. Because something as stupid as a fucking late ticket or something goofy, like, oh, he's selling stuff on the street, panhandling. Oh, he's just reaching for his wallet. Oh, we just talking to him and he's unresponsive. Oh, he's not answering our questions quick enough. Oh, he's resisting arrest. Imagine mm-hmm. that—a person mm-hmm. that, that doesn't exactly want to be arrested mm-hmm. because he's just trying to explain his situation. It's five of you guys. You telling me five people can't corral a person and put them in a car? Mm-hmm. But every fucking time these things come down the pipe, we keep having to posture ourselves to accept it, and it's the same fucking results guy Uh gets killed we come out they march out the pulpit we wax we wane we cry we moan we bitch we outrage before we can recover from that it's something else down in the books and then we just repeat the 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 cycle and it's like when like when then you tell yourself well maybe if it start happening to more white people Maybe they'll start doing something different. <laughs> Not really, because they out there killing white folks too. Like that shit ain't nobody's business. Yeah. So then you start to tell yourself, "Well, what the fuck?" Yeah, because <laughs> um, when Kyle Rittenhouse, when he killed those folks, they started bringing out stuff about what the people he killed, like they records yeah. and all this other stuff, and they yeah. were white. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it don't even matter if you white or black now, which is crazy. Yeah. Who would have thought Michael Jackson's song was like, it don't matter if you white or black had more to do with the police than racial equality. I mean, uh, he, he told you they don't care about us, man. Yep, that's right. And, and when he, he said us, yeah, when he said us, he wasn't talking about no colors, man. Like it, 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 It's really like they just don't care about certain classes of people and then people that pretty much are going to side on the side of what's correct and what's like correct versus what's wrong. You know what I mean? Like if you start, if you start being like that as a white person, then you might well be a, a, a black person now. It's just like old girl from Full House got thrown across the street by the by the by the cop. She wasn't the girl from Full House then, but she sure wasn't no white woman. You know what I mean? She was a whole nigga then. So it's like, come on, man. Like, nah, that's really what happened now. So yeah. that's what I see it as, man. Like, 
it's kind of like the, the 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 it's kind of like what the Bible really does teach you, whether you believe in you know Christianity or not, or whatever your religion might be. Uh, these same figures that are Christ-like figures throughout the different religions, which is that you can be out there pumping a the message of righteousness, right? You ain't trying to hurt nobody or nothing like that. You're just trying to get folks right and get folks to be accountable or whatever. But end of the day, man, the, <laughs> the power that be gonna always hate you because they don't want that. That's not what they want. They got special interests in certain interests that they wish to control and keep and keep in a certain place, you know, keep a certain people in a place, um, keep these issues in a certain place, and ain't no pushback on it. We're going to try to do whatever we can to doggone forcefully show you that this is the repercussion for whatever you're trying to go against that we that we kind of done green light to make it right, even if we know morally it ain't right at all, you know. So it's just, I, I don't, I don't, I, I it kind of hurt when you were talking, Ryan, because it's real, you know. Like, you, you just have to keep asking yourself, man, golly, dang, man, when is enough enough? Like, I really thought, you know, I remember when they killed the boy that played the violin, the autistic boy. That still just bothered me, man. That still bothered me because this is a kid you can't find no fault in. And you can't find a white person that 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 always criminalizes us and makes us into criminals when this kind of stuff happens. You can't find one of them to talk about that one because they can't say nothing about that one. You know, that, but, but this is very much showing you all this is the thing that we keep talking about. Like all of our people ain't criminals. Whether you don't you don't understand how they look right now, how they fashion look and all that. All our folks ain't criminals now. And you can't make them be just because you uncomfortable because you grew up in this community over here and you don't find no reason to try to mix or try to figure out what the other community got going on, you know. Or at the very least show some humanity and just don't wish death upon them just because they ain't like you. You know, so I don't have much to say about it. Like I said, I saw the video, man. It was horrible and I can't I can't find out one justified reason why they started shooting that boy up like they did, but if you see it, it's sick, though. Like, it's really, really sick. Boy body hit the ground, and he looked like a, a doll. He went from being a life a life field individual to being like a rag doll. Now I'm talking they pumping him, boy. They pumping him up. I read the, I read the article about it, man, and his fiance had died, like, like, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and he was dealing with that. And mm-hmm. this, is just, this is just my take on it. You know... You know the uh, you know, like like Ryan just said about how police treat treat us and all that. And I kind of think, I kind of think he wanted a way out. And mm-hmm. he, I think, you know, he did what he did because he was looking for a way out. These the youth today, man, they don't know how to talk about what's going on with them. They don't right. know how to deal with it. And so I think he thought. You know, I'm just gonna go ahead and do this and go and, and you know get on out of here because the police found a gun. Uh, no, a magazine, empty magazine, uh, mm-hmm. some gloves, and a wedding ring inside his car. So I think he had a plan, man. I think I think he did what he did because he knew they was gonna do that to him. Mm-hmm. That could be I mean, true, It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. They they're wrong for shooting him that many times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think he I think he knew what he was doing, man. That's just this is what I that's my take on. It. Yeah, that I mean that could be true too. You know what I'm saying? Because you write a lot of um. A lot of the younger people nowadays, they really don't know how to talk about the things they want yeah. to talk about, and that's how they feeling. So they kind of just look for a way out. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's just it's hard, but you know that like that could have been the reason. But it's hard to like put all that together, especially when you got um the Michigan policeman using black pictures of black men with different guns yeah. as target practice. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of like they, it's kind of like they targeted us. But even if we set ourselves up to be like that, because I mean, don't 
don't get me wrong, like we're not always innocent, but at the same time, right. like, you, yep. you don't have to like shoot Dog, somebody. He could, you could bring them into yeah. jail. And yeah. so like one one quick thing, because I know you're about to transition to that. So there's a black art exhibit that's nonstop here, uh, called Studio B. And it's by uh Mike B. And if you're ever down here, you know, I encourage you to to check it out and you know. Y'all always, if y'all live in the town, just holler at your boy. Um, he has a an exhibit that has every single name. And I don't know how far back it goes, but like it's two boxes. And I don't know how small the font is. I'll have to put the picture in the group chat. But when I say that thing covers the roof of this box, the sides of the box, and the floor of the box, and it's two of these boxes, and it's small font. It's not big font. Like, it's not in huge letters. It is very small, kind of like a, a book or a leaflet. And, like, you, 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 you see all these names, and, dog, that shit just... It, it fucks with you as a black man and you know I brought my son there and to have him see that to sit back and think about the shit and dog like it just it brings tears to your eyes because you start thinking about how many families did this shit affect how many people lost their kid and, and for the most part, outside of uh, real, we all have children. And so you think about, like, oh, like, imagine all the sacrifice that you put into raising your child, because you start thinking about all the sacrifice your parents did, waking up early, taking you to somebody's practice, staying late to get you from somebody's practice, feeding you. Getting you clothes. When stuff come out, they get it for you. Uh, hanging out with you. Having those quiet moments. Whatever it may be, you know, over the course of all those years, and you think about somebody struck down in some cases before they even 18, or when they 20-something and they haven't even started to live their life yet. Like, dog, you know how fucking devastating that is as a parent to have put in the work Get your kid to 18, get ready to watch them flourish and start to, to step into their own and know that their child has been cut down. Dog, like you ain't never supposed to bury your child. And it is parents out here burying their child. Dog, you want to know how fucking sick I'd be if I got my child to 18 and 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 he I'm burying my child. Dog, like <laughs> and it ain't just us it ain't just us dog that shit just so like it, it's not enough words to to express or make it make sense but like dog my heart pumps so much for some of these parents out here because again dog we all know how much sacrifice went into raising us 
and we all know how much is going into raising our children. That shit just... It ain't no fucking words for it, dog. It just ain't no fucking words for it. Um, look, but end of the day, man, I'm going to tell you, they just got to allow for due process um, of law, man, for all these people that they think are criminals because... Like I like, we always maintain it. Everybody maintains. It. Everybody knows it's true. But there's no reason like these active shooters and these people of different um ethnicities that aren't aren't black. You know, and I ain't gonna say different, but just like you got the white people that go out there. And I'm gonna say, I call it. I'm gonna say, you know, they say um somebody doing God's work. These people are doing the clan's work, but they are doing the devil's work or clan's work. And when they come down to that stuff, there, it's like they are these secret upholders of everything that's that America was really built on. So it's kind of like we ain't finna like Kyle Rittenhouse, who really he's a, a domestic terrorist himself. He ain't man. We ain't finna. We hope he get off. Um, this guy over here, okay, we gotta put him in jail because it looks so bad. He gotta do a little time, but we ain't gonna kill him. Let's take him to McDonald's. You know, it, 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 that, that's the part that get get to me because it's just like we know that to be very true. But it's like when you talk, start talking to the closed minded, it's kind of like you start seeing where America really is, what the fabric of America really is about in those moments because the stuff that you just think should be common sense, you can remove the doggone color from whoever. And let's just tell these stories with no color in it, you know? Let's not right. show pictures of anything. And y'all will be still, y'all can sit right there and say what's right versus what's wrong. But then it becomes a political issue every time. And now it's, oh man, well he should have did this. Just like you said a second ago, Rick, oh, the, the, um, Kyle Rittenhouse killed them people. All of a sudden you pull up all they past and they did this, that, and the other. It reminds me of the George, George Floyd thing. That's why I can't give respect to a Candace Owens. You see what I'm saying? Like, I get she says some stuff that makes sense at times. She most definitely does. More, like, everybody, even the Republicans I don't agree with, will say stuff that's correct at times. It's always going to happen. But at the end of the day, when I can see what your plight is and, and, and what it is is about, you know, bringing folks down and all of a sudden because somebody's not a perfect individual, they don't deserve, they, they deserve to be victimized. Like, that's what you're right. telling people. You know, yeah. and that's, that's a slippery slope and that's that's too much within itself, man. So, there are people nah, I don't know. fucking humans, dog. Like, dog, I don't care what they got going on. Yeah. That still don't mean that they can't be put in handcuffs. That's right. Jail and, and sent away to jail. Dog, like, that's... There's nothing stopping nobody from arresting nobody, dog. Like just because you you some kind of criminal doesn't necessarily mean you need to die like folk in the streets, dog. Like that's yep. wow. And and the crazy thing about the whole thing is you bring up these crimes, it ain't even no shit that you know some would would just snap a person emotionally. It be some bullshit. Oh. Um, yep. They robbed the liquor store back in '88. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> Still considered armed and dangerous. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you you got motherfuckers that uh, he assaulted somebody back in the day and they got thrown out. He uh-huh. killed somebody this day and they got thrown out. He went into a church and decided to uh, kill twelve parishioners. Arrested. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no fight. Uh-huh. No nothing. He brought in. They giving him Mickey D's. Like what the fuck? It just it's crazy, man. I'm telling you, just when you empower those those violent, radical, idealist type people, those are the most dangerous people in America. Them the ones that y'all could probably like load into with all the assault rifle power you got, and we wouldn't care nothing about it. You know what I mean? But like you're saying, it's like y'all going to get into petty criminals. One y'all just using that target practice, you know, and then it does feed back into what Rick. 
uh, was saying about the Michigan PD and all that, and about you know because it, it, we finna speak on it. I know, but it's a, it's it's something to be said about the training, man. It's 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 conditioning, depending upon how the training look. But we'll get into that now. I'll go further into what I was saying with that. But no, no, yeah. So what I was gonna say was um basically the Michigan PD they use pictures of different black people with different guns mm-hmm. and target practice. So that right there is just saying like. That's who they're targeting. Like that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Why? Why just put black males with different guns on that? Why just not quote unquote criminals like people with ski masks or somebody robbing something? Somebody with like mm-hmm. a trench coat. Somebody that actually did something. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You could put past criminals on there. You know that's what right. I'm you use your data, man. Like like you said, they're like these crimes are being like we said. The biggest thing is really white. Domestic terrorism in America. That is the biggest issue. They can say all this stuff they want to say about white folks, black folks killing, but like I heard a comedian say, man, black folks, you can walk down the neighborhood. If, a, if I'm a black guy and I walk in a certain neighborhood, if I go to Chicago and just walk in a violent neighborhood, boy, I might not make it out of there, man. They looking like, but where you from? Blah, blah, blah. They coming. You see? But the white man walking that same neighborhood, man, them black folks ain't gonna do nothing to him. <laughs> He's Jesus Christ in their mind. They ain't gonna touch him. Like and then, like you said, but then you said, "No, nah, don't worry about it. I'm gonna go back to the neighborhood. I'm gonna walk down the neighborhood, and then when they come ask me who I am, I'm gonna say, "Hey man, hey, I was with, I'm with that white dude. You ain't say nothing to, you know what I mean? So like, that's the kind of crime that we might get into. In turn, we already talked about it's community based. Who I know, proximity crime, same thing white folks do because they they numbers ain't right, ain't far away from ours in terms of white on white crime. But domestic terrorism is the biggest issue, and why not start using? all of the data from what you're seeing in terms of the real crime that's happening and put that up there, you know, because like you said, it's a conditioning. Even if I'm not necessarily a racist white guy, but I work around a bunch of them, or I work with some of them, and then I'm getting this training every day. After over a period of time now, my mind going to flip to a place where I feel like these black folks dangerous, but golly, you know, I'm seeing this when we go shoot. And really, truthfully, it's the only thing I'm really shooting at. You know, I'm not having to pull my gun every time I go do make a call or go out on a call or nothing. You know what I mean? But when I'm shooting my gun for real, all I'm seeing and I'm getting trained to see is these black faces with these different this different weaponry that I gotta be afraid of, you know? So it's a it's a it's a sense of conditioning, man, to me. I mean, but that's because they're not getting enough people from the community, dog. Like I mean, if, if I forget who it was, but they talked about how back in the day police had a presence in the community. You knew that was mm-hmm. Officer Bob. Officer Bob might stop by in the neighborhood, buy some ice cream for the kids, uh, throw a couple baseballs out so people could hit some baseballs, uh, th- th- block the street so the kids could could have a a, a field day or whatever the case may be, but it, it's not that. You're, you're training police from a sense of hyper hyper paranoia and mm-hmm. yeah. creating high tension situations and you're creating cops that don't think they react and again like we talked about in the other segment you got people that's got more training than the average person and you're supposed to be the coolest person in any room why because you are trained you are trained and you are armed and your gun should be your last resort, not your first resort. 
And I understand that their mantra is make it home, which I, I don't blame you. You got a job to do. And also your job is to make it home to your family. Mm-hmm. But your job to make it home don't mean make sure don't nobody else make it home. Mm-hmm. And, and at some point, it's got to change where you, you you have to stop looking at us as we're the criminal or painting us as some kind of individual that's out to hurt, harm, or maim you when we just trying to live, dog. Like, don't mm-hmm. nobody give a fuck about what exactly. you're going on. Exactly. Like, oh, we, we got too much other stuff going on to be worried about doing things like that. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm just in my car trying to go take care of some errands and make it back home. Like, I'm yep. out here pushing pushing P, as the kids say. <laughs> out here. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they push a P, they don't want no problems, too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm not doing any of that. Like, dog, I'm just chilling. Exactly. Man, the, the Michigan PD always had problems, though, because I don't know if y'all remember now. It was a couple years ago, it was a guy who was on Michigan PD. Mm-hmm. He did like an ancestry thing, and it came out he was like three or four percent black, and like his, the people in the in the precinct started calling him the N word. Oh man! Oh, yeah. <laughs> damn boy! So well, you know, Michigan PD always had their problems. Yeah, but it's just crazy, man. One thing I did read about that whole story, man, was that um, like the when when the I guess the the head of the police or whatever came out, he spoke against it and said, oh, okay, yeah, he realized he's going to take the bump on this when it wasn't good, blah, blah, blah. But he said that they were following the um the protocol, and he said they had 85% of the targets was white, while 15% of the targets was black. So it made me think, like, dang, well, if that's the case, because, you know, the targets can be either a violent target or just a target, you know what I mean? Um, so I was like, dang, so y'all tell me out of, out of the 15% that was already black, y'all made them have more guns than, the other, <laughs> than anybody? Or, or they had so many guns where folks felt uncomfortable? Like, that's crazy. But it's, it's Michigan. Like, if you take away Detroit, Flint, Grand Rapids, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's a that's a lot of states. Number one and number two, can't they just be targets? Like, damn man, he ain't got to be a person. Yeah. You make them robots, because right. when, right. when you go to the yeah, because when you go to the gun range, it's just a blank. Man, you look, and, and if they fancy, they got pink or blue. Is that man. Look, they they don't they don't care nothing about that. Info said when you're out there shooting, they're not gonna be pink or blue, huh? <laughs> so hell, we're gonna get you ready. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they said this, they said this ain't no gender reveal, ain't no pink or right. blue. <laughs> no, but but look, real talk. This is my only thing I had. Cause I did write some down. This guy had to look that story up. I was like, that's crazy. But what I said is that a possible solution that they could have for all of that, for real, for real, is just like what y'all are saying. Either just have basic behind targets, or if y'all are trying to have those situational targets, which I think they're looking more like the situational targets with the people and blah, blah, blah. If you want that, then they can have different threats and they can do a rotation on those threats. You know, if you want to have a segment where now it's a bunch of black folk with guns, cool. But then you you, you damn sure bring some out with a bunch of white folk with black with guns. I mean, you know, like bring, bring out some with the different other people because they, they, they claim one thing I didn't like that he said was that, um, they have, uh, and I wrote this down because I, ain't, I thought it was a lie. He said the targets are a mix of genders and races and are shown holding a, a variety of items. I was like, ain't no way that's true. They then go in there and say, oh, 85% is white, um, 15% black. So, I mean, y'all had no other ethnicities in all of this. And like we said, 
So uh-huh. it would have so it would have been different if he said they was like training, but they was doing target practice. Because now uh-huh. in training, they had a different phase so, where different stuff pop up, and you supposed to choose to shoot or not to shoot. So, so, so let uh-huh. me guess when they when they had the black targets pop up, what were them niggas holding? A pack of cools, <laughs> boy, boy, Gold you better shut up. Shut up, boy. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, when the white guy popped up. He had that uh, unalarming, unassuming man bun. Man. Don't yeah, leave out the watermelon. Don't leave out the watermelons, man. Why you so crazy? You, you, you said can't shoot him with the watermelon. You can't shoot him because he got that watermelon. No, also I heard... The <laughs> PD would like a word with you. No, also I heard that the reason why they put that watermelon thing on us was because black folks back in the day found out they can make money off of it. And so they tried to stick it to us like it was something negative, but it was actually something positive. And uh-huh. they found out watermelon was nutritious, and yep. black folks started making money off of it. But hey, watermelon one is it, like our main, it's like one of the most nutritious fruit over here. But like you say, trying to make it seem like we should be ashamed to eat it. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And they said black folks started making money off of it. And mm-hmm. that's why they tried to make it like it was a negative thing. Well, you know, I got to uh, make money. I got a solution for the targets, man. What? I'm pretty sure the FBI got some leftover ISIS targets that they could send out now. Really? Yeah. Boy, gone. Where <laughs> you go? Boy. Hey, what? Hey, it's going to be more of the same, man. All you're going to do is start riddling, riddling brown people with bullets then, boy. Right. I don't know what's happening, man. Killing them. No. Right, it looked like he was a part of ISIS. Man, I'm not even from there. <laughs> exactly. I just go back to 7-Eleven. I just go back to 7-Eleven. They can't yeah, do that because cause some some black some mixed black people kind of look like they from the Middle East. Man, boy, boy, you said they, so you said they can't do it? Boy, they don't care nothing about what you just said. So mixed black people from those mulattoes? Boy, that, that's just they get out of here. They don't like that them folk, man. And they pissed that whatever white person in the family done slept with that black person. Man, they gone, man. Look, to quote that nigga Charlie Murphy, Play ahead of the ball. He's gonna be like, man, I look like the nigga that pumped my gas this morning. Man, boy. Hey. (laughs) All right, right, so moving on. Um, So, Mississippi Courthouse, they found a 67 year old. Oh, I've been waiting on this. Warren. In their basement. (laughs) They found the 67 year old Warren in their basement for uh, Carolyn Bryant Dunham. And for the people who don't know who that is, that's the lady who accused Emmett Till of whistling at her and got him killed. Um, apparently, they were supposed to serve her, but they didn't. I guess they just threw it down in there and was like, whatever. Because her husband and her, I think it was her husband and her father, or her father-in-law or something, they got arrested, but of course they got acquitted. No, it was her husband and, um, I think it was her husband and his cousin. Or something like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or something quit. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They look about the same age, yeah. It sounded like that, yeah. Yeah. So they got yeah, so they got acquitted. Um apparently apparently she's been chilling in Raleigh <laughs> because they found out she was living in the nursing home um in Raleigh. Yeah, they had a protest in front of it. Yeah, they had a protest in front of it. So what what's y'all thoughts on this? Let y'all get it. We gonna let y'all. Well, I mean, they they don't they don't they don't have to serve her because because I feel like she she's getting torn. She in prison now. She got to live with that for the rest of. She ain't gonna live too much longer, man. 
Mm-hmm. She gonna let you know that they ain't, they ain't gonna do nothing. I mean, like that's one of those deals where like karma gonna do that, man. <clears throat> nope, nope, nope. I'm a I'm a quote Shaw from a few uh, episodes back when he was like, no, fuck all that. Nope, 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 nope. Come get her ass, cause guess what? And I'm not even saying like I, I want this man to get a pass, but if y'all gonna come get Bill Cosby, come get her ass. Okay, I'm with, I'm, I'm with you, Ryan. I got you right. You exactly. I forgot about that. You exactly right. Get him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get him. Get him. So, so get him. If, if we not giving passes, which you shouldn't, what? because he was old. Right. Fuck that. Right. I want right. her ass in there having to watch motherfuckers draws. Right. I want right. her in there bargaining for cigarettes and crumb cakes. I want her ass in there hitting the iron with the lesbians. <laughs> Fuck all that. Like, like no. I want her in there putting in work. Like, I don't give a fuck that she 88. She better get her old ass out there and defend her uh, last piece of cornbread. I I just got a lot of questions. Like how? Like it was it was in the basement for sixty seven years. Like I mean, it's Mississippi. <laughs> they, just, they just not what? like they just not no, find it. No, or they, if they, they didn't been just, had it, or they didn't if just, they been had it, if no. they been had it or been found it, why even bring it up now? No, they didn't just find it. This like on some Scooby Doo shit. I already got away from it, away with it, if it wasn't for these meddling kids. Somebody with some time found that shit, but it was buried for reason. Believe that shit. No, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like somebody, like if they've been like you, right? It was down there. Then they kept hiding it. Somebody else found it, and they was like, "Oh, what is this?" But I'm thinking, like, why even bring it up now? Because I mean, like sure, said, why not? No, I mean, no, 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 no. I, no, I get what if you. I get what you saying. Up, no, I get what you saying. Go get her. Yes, go get her. Now go serve her. But if you ain't gonna do nothing, then why even bring it up? No, fuck that. I got you right there, Rick. I feel you right there, Rick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, That's no, all I'm saying. If they because, gonna, because, like, if they gonna get her, if they gonna go get her, they gonna charge her. Okay, do it. But if they not gonna charge her, they just gonna let her sit in her nursing home and pass away. Then why even bring it up? Why even bring why even bring it to light? Then we need to come get her ass. I'm talking hey. about tell her in the middle of watching Matlock, bitch, get your ass up. Come on. With the with the federal marshal. Exactly. <laughs> she, she probably not watching Walker Texas Ranger. So I don't know why in the middle of one of his roundhouses, come get her ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love myself some Chuck Norris. Uh-huh. Like Chuck Norris. I don't and I like want, that, I I like that want, little Trebek, too. I don't even <laughs> want her to finish her oatmeal that morning. Fuck all that. Come nah, get her ass. But that, I but agree. That's what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Like, if they're going to get her, get her. Because she deserved to get got. But then we need, they, to, we need to keep putting pressure on them then. If oh, they put the pressure on the. They outside her. They outside the uh, nurse home every day in Raleigh. Hey, look, then, I'm gonna. T- yeah, then we need to keep doing it then hey. until they come get her ass. Look, they they gonna keep doing that. But my thing is, I'm kind of like with Rick, and I'm for like a different for a different reason in terms of um um the whole 
how, coming to light now. My whole thing is, why wouldn't that paper destroy it? Why wouldn't it destroy it? Like, they went and getting it. So what was the purpose of leaving it there? And yeah, somebody done skimmed through there with a fine-tooth comb. Either that thing was legit from 67 or 60-whatever, or somebody done made this thing up to produce it to get everybody's attention focused on that junk so something else can happen. Because, like, that, that that's another game America play, man. The whole, whole show you hand over here so that you don't see what's going on right over on the other side. Like, that happened all the time. So, yeah, letting them folks keep doing what they're doing, press them, whatever. They want to take her out of there and let her die in prison. Cool. I, to me, personally, I don't feel no way about it. Y'all, I saw what happened. I saw the Emmett Till body when I was a kid because my mom and dad used to collect Jet magazines. And when I saw it, I was a kid. I was like, golly. So that exposed me to the whole situation. I was pissed off ever since then about it. But it's like, y'all don't let this woman live a whole full life. This this woman evil and then live a great long life, you know? So right. cool if y'all make her, make them come get her and y'all take her to jail. That's fine. But my whole thing is, for that to come to light now, and we've been known she trash, that don't been, people been known, been known she around here living good. Like, then what's really going on that y'all trying to divert our attention to her? We know she trash, you know what I mean? So let that faction of people that's over there all up on the all up over there bothering the folks at the nursing home, you know, terrorizing nursing home. Let them keep doing that. But I think we just need to not take our eyes off everything because a lot going on, you know. Like who's to say that they ain't doing that because all the shootings are going on still. You're still killing all these black folks, but now we're gonna bring up her who everybody knows the story. So now we over there focused in on her and what they do with her and she is 80, 80 million years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, but, we, but then you got police know. officers, but you got police officers who really taking these folks out of the game. Meanwhile, they're trying to make it in Arizona where you can't even film police from eight feet. Like, that's crazy. Like, they're making it where you, like, you know, they got um, states right now where, um, let's say, you, your, your loved one get killed, you know, and, and it's a wrongful um, killing or a wrongful conviction. You can't even, you can't even get money from some states now. It's, you can't even, you can't even like try to do the wrongful death suits or the wrongful imprisonment suits in some places now. So these are bigger things that I think we better make sure we pay attention to because if y'all ain't gonna be, if they're not gonna be proactive with that whole blue wall of silence and do nothing on it, like on the forefront to make sure this stuff never even happened to begin with, then we gotta keep the retroactive stuff like the money, man. Pay my whole family to take me out, you know, but don't sit here and act like it's all good and then find ways to keep on. Like dialing back these things y'all put in place to try to help, I guess, the common man out, like the cameras and everything else, you know. But yeah, I mean, you well, can do both though. Like, like the reality is, you can still come get her ass, and you can still <laughs> fight in Arizona. But the the bigger issue is, it ain't enough of you and me in Arizona to push back on that law. True, and also they they've been trying to hide the him the Emmett Till thing from the jump because if if y'all remember. Back in the day, you know, I'm I'm sure y'all probably read about it, but like, um, what they was gonna do, they was gonna go ahead and bury him and not even let it get out. But the mm -hmm. thing was, his mom was able his to get mom, in contact. Yeah. Right. Somebody was, somebody was able to get in. His mom was able to get in contact with somebody in there. And he was like, "Look, I'm gonna leave the casket open. Open, yeah. Uh -huh. At this time, just come in here and peek at it. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Right. So like, she had to go through that just to see him because they was just gonna go ahead. They found this body. They was gonna go ahead. They had locked the casket. They was going to bury them, and that was going to be it. If nobody was going to know about it or nothing. So, you <laughs> hey, know, they've been, so they've been trying to hide it from the start. Hey, man, man, considering the history of our country and stuff like that, man, look at the pure evil that it takes for you to do this to a kid. A little kid, like, he had a chance at your woman or something. She must have been screwing black guys in time. But I'm saying, like, 
how are you like how are y'all really gonna be looking at my young men and women of black of, of, of I guess you say black kids right now who out here doing this old violent stuff and ask where they getting it from or where they got it from. You know what I mean? What? How dare y'all? You know, like, what are you talking about? Like, y'all built yourself up on this and they had the audacity. As long as you killed the other color, the other side, it was all good. The gang banging, we got that from y'all. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, I don't, I don't like that, man. I don't like that. It's a history that y'all ain't addressed. And now y'all want to make everybody a criminal unless they're doing it for whatever cause you feel should be worthwhile. But now all of a sudden they're a patriot. Like, I don't get that, man. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, man, we're going to move on from that. So, um, I don't know if y'all been keeping up with this story. Alex Murdo, the um attorney from South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, so he just got convicted of killing his wife, killing his son, money laundering, and he was selling opioids. He trash, dude. Attorney now. Uh-huh. Uh, what's, what's y'all thoughts on that? Them be the yeah. main ones. Uh, professionals, right. professionals right. be the main ones that that be doing big time stuff because there used to be like this group of dentists out in Philly, I think, who had like the whole Eastern Seaboard sold up. Man, the boys was moving so much coke out of they they uh offices that nobody suspected it. So yeah, I mean, I, especially a lawyer because they got the the ignorance. To, to think, I know the law. I could beat the law. That's true. Hey, I'm 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 not even gonna put it on the lawyer thing. I'm gonna tell you, I was reading up on that dude, man. That dude was an op- He he had an opiate addiction at one point. He even admitted to all that, man. That I mean he probably still had it all the way up to when he killed his wife and his dog on own kids. Like, well, see the thing, see the, mm-hmm. and also his wife. She sent the um, she sent the yep. text message to her yeah. best friend. Saying that it was unusual for, cause he had like invited her up to um a cabin or something for like a romantic weekend, and, she, mm-hmm. and um his his wife sent her best friend a text like this is unusual, like he doesn't do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even she thought it was suspicious <laughs> that hey. he was inviting her up to a cabin. Hey, but but it was dangerous, man. I read up on him, man. Like I said, he he, he you dangerous. know their housekeeper died, the housekeeper died or whatever, and um. What happened was he got with the family of the housekeeper. If you see her, you'll see like she's just a woman just doing a job. She might not have had a lot of resources, a lot of means and stuff. Um, and probably her family didn't either. But he set up a scheme to where they, he got the family to sue him, and then said he was gonna give them the money, uh, give them most of the money or whatever. But he wound up putting three million dollars in an account that was linked to him. Mm-hmm. You know. Then he had another situation where he tried. He worked with a dude that was supposed to kill him or whatever. He told him that's what he told him. But dude shot him in the head or whatever. He survived whatever. But he they found out that was a scheme for him to get ten million dollars to get um sent to his son, like to, uh, through his death. You see, this dude right here already money about nobody else will 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 probably doggone sell Jesus Christ. You know. So this this is a different type of guy, man. Like I just think it's pure evil myself. Like I said, I just kept reading more and more, and I was like, "This dude here." Oh yeah, he like a schemer. He yeah, he don't care he, what he do, man. He he his scam level was on a thousand for sure. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. he was like, he was a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and had all the access to whatever. Had a good name in the. They said that name was a good family name in that in that particular area and all kind of stuff. But you, it's like he just drunk off power or what you think power is. A drunk off. 
like like Ryan said, oh, because I'm a lawyer, I can I can game the system because I know what the law is about. Blah blah blah. You know, it's just that. I don't know, man. I I just thought. Uh oh. Yeah, they, they, they came and got him. Look, <laughs> they came and got him. I guess. <laughs> Gang banking. <laughs> oh man, please don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Hey, they, hey, Smoking they, that smoke. They came. They came and got Johnny, man. It was probably uh, it was probably dude's family. <laughs> no, I think every game banker should should sit down and listen to Smoker Robinson's song, and that will stop game banking for real. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just make them listen to that garbage ass song <laughs> hey, over and over what, again. Hey, what, what was Smokey doing, dog? Serving that dough. What was Smokey doing? What was Smokey doing, man? I don't know, man. I, I oh, think it was an attempt to revive his career. Yes. But and it's also like old people who like old people just do what the fuck they want to do. Like they they feel like they can say anything they want to say to you and just do what they want to do. Like somebody told smoking don't do that shit. Somebody told him don't do that, and he said I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do. I'm smoking Robinson, and that shit did not hit the charts. I, that <laughs> shit is at the I don't know where that shit made it to. It should have never hit the charts. <laughs> come on, man. Smoking was what seventy, eighty. <laughs> that was <a> gang <laughs> Right. <laughs> and had the nerve to grow out dress. Well, shut exactly. up, y'all. That was a great song. <laughs> Gang banging. <laughs> Smoking that hey, stuff. Come on, dog. He, not, not he affiliated, dog. Dealing that dog. He said they call him Red for a reason. Boy, no. What whatever. the fuck ever, Rick? <laughs> hey, that, that, that boy pimp name, man. That's his pimp name. He said they call Red for a reason. Boy, I know I started smoking, boy. Smoking wrong for that song for real, man. <laughs> hey, that, that, that's why Tim couldn't blow when he was out there stuck writing their songs, man. Everything sounded like that junk right there. Right. The original what, piece exactly. I have. What's so, what's so ironic in all this is, you know, back in the day, him and Barry Gordy used to pimp to get the money up for uh for Motown Records. That makes sense. I didn't know that. It makes sense, but I didn't know that. Yes, sir. They had them ladies on the track. I mean, you know, Smoker had, I mean, the dude had hazel eyes and shit, man. You ain't lying, bro. That's how I know. That's how I know. That's probably why he was game making, dog. Rick, let that shit go with the game. I know it's your podcast, but let can I just let that shit go. (laughs) That's true. Hey, hey, y'all gonna respect that G. You can't wear the light skin with the hazel eyes and good hair. No, man. man. He ain't doing nothing. He banging man. on everybody. Y'all, y'all gonna respect a, 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 the the gangster that released tears of a clown. We exactly. You, you know, of my tears. You know why people start saying all the smoke because of Smokey Robinson. Oh but God! Up, really? <laughs> really? <Wow>. Really? <laughs> hey, I want all the smoke. Smokey, that is. Smokey, that is. <laughs> Oh, Mr. No, Steal, your mama, your auntie, and your grandma. Exactly, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he the one who started Mr. Steal, your girl. Man, hey, you might for real. Are you playing that smart? I ain't going to lie. You know, Smoke was married 1,700 times. That, 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 he, he got a teenage son. Man, I, I'm not surprised. Smoke, look, Smoke is absolutely one of them guys that done kept going as long as he can keep it going, man. 
Yeah, he done kept on going. But see, them guys used to hide their toxicity way better than now. Now, future just gonna tell you, like Nick Nick Cannon just gonna tell you. But that's it. That, like, no, man, he that don't necessarily mean he was toxic. You know, he, well, he was smoking. I, I agree. Oh, look, look, he, he said, he said, you know that man. was smoke, dog. Exactly. He he's going to turn all the smoke. You said he got a teenage son. Yeah. He should let his teenage son do that goddamn song. He should have wrote that shit for him. Uh-uh. Hey, my boy said he had that clock. That's Smokey. That's Smokey Robinson. Come on, bro. Right. Right. He should let him do it. He was banging. Usually the sons of, of great crooners don't usually turn out too good. Remember when Marvin Gaye the third came out? Hell no. Nah, I don't know. Nah, oh, I don't know. Me neither. He was garbage. Exactly. He can hold it. Hey, he got the. It didn't matter how good he sounded. His daddy Marvin Gaye, though. Unless he finna right. transcend Marvin Gaye, he ain't have a chance no way. He should never came out. Nah, nah, nah. You right, but hey, man, Marvin Gaye <laughs> made game making so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye, man. Bye, boy. Marvin Gaye, boy. Marvin dang Gaye. First of all, with a with a plain white hoodie. Like, where did you even find a plain white hoodie? <laughs> At the corner, he, so he, he was trying to the gas station. Try, the gas station. He was trying to be neutral, man. <laughs> with the with the with the generic uh Mexican and black. He was thing. neutral. He was neutral. His goddamn vocals was neutral. <laughs> he was trying to be neutral, dog. Yeah, hey, I, man, I, I, hate, I hated. Some, I hated that. I hated the vocals on that song. I hated the melody. Hey, man, hey y'all gonna put some respect on on smoking? No, I'm though. not. I'm just, I'm not putting no respect on it because there's no way. It's like that nigga cut that and left and never went back to listen to it. Because if you listen to it, there's no way you release that. I'm not listening to that, man. Yeah, man, that's gonna go right there, man. Hey, just man, yeah, drop that tomorrow. He says raw and uncut. Man, yeah, raw. It, it had to be raw because it was hey, terrible. It was Johnny. terrible. You don't mm. want that smoke, man. <laughs> Smokey Robinson. <laughs> you don't want oh, that smoke, man. man. I guess. I'll let it have it. My boy Smoke have it, man. All right, man. <clears throat> On a brighter note, man. So, like, uh, the Raiders hired Sandra Douglas Morgan, the first mm-hmm. black female president of an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Also, in hockey, uh, Mike Greer became the first black NHL GM, mm-hmm. which you know that's that's good. Which uh, I'm surprised they ain't been had a, a black NHL GM because the the black Canadians invented hockey. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, no, but but why are you surprised, man? Look, the history the history of everything <laughs> in this country is that whatever was t- like uh, the original from y'all. Like, let's just go back to what everybody know about, like hip hop. Mm, it was originally y'all. That was something y'all created. It's your art form. We come in, though, and we monetize that. We finna get it, you know? But with hockey, you know, this is a game where you got a lot of people to join in later on that weren't black people, and then you took black people out the game totally. Like, so why is that, like, even... That's not a surprise. And then why would I put y'all back in the game so y'all can get all of us out the game? Like, it don't, it don't make sense. So they just grabbed hold of that thing and, and, and kept a good... A good stranglehold on it, but now it's kind of like, man, you gotta diversify because unfortunately, you gotta get the the ball rolling in terms of the money. The money, I, I don't think that hockey done added more fans than what they used to have back in the day. I, it's probably been a fall off in that. 
So they have to find a way to like breathe new blood and, and, and like to get to get the whole thing going, man. Because hockey is hockey. I mean, all I know about it is violence and and getting your teeth knocked down nice. Like, but I don't want to watch it. But well, maybe this black guy can help him get get a better well, fan base. I don't know. Well, it's two things. One, a lot of black people don't like the code. Two, mm-hmm. a lot of black people don't skate. True, I skate. Yeah. So you know it's. Two things kind of holding us back. Also, like you said, it's not a lot of. I guess you don't really see a lot of black people that watch hockey per se. Mm-hmm. No. And also, you don't see a lot of like black people walking around with like hockey sticks and like even like the street hockey stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of black people participate in that because of inline skates. Well, inline skates. Remember they tried to come out with them back in the day. That's when I was a kid, dog. Like I just, <laughs> them, them inline skates, they didn't break your ankle, man. Like. <laughs> I mean, but the um, you ever went ice skating? Nope. The ice, like, skating, I, the ice skating joints will break your ankle too. I believe it. Cause I'm telling you, I, I feel how it's that straight line, man. It's like you really gotta learn how to balance. It's a, it's a, it's an even higher level of balance to be up on them things. Like, cause it's, it's different, man. It's, but I'm not saying we can't do it. But like you said, if I come from an area where ain't no ice, I'm not ice skating. And then let's say I never really had inline skates, cause they never really did take off like that, you know, either down here in the south. So. I mean, I'm not used to that. We didn't play street hockey. We didn't ice skate and all that other stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I, I get why they do it, though. Because, like I say, at least get one in and let's see how they're going to do. Um, or maybe he got some interest. Maybe maybe it's something, a game. Did he play, this guy that got into the hockey? Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure. I was I was trying to see if he did. But I think he had been, like, uh, I guess he had been, like, coaching and stuff like that. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. But, um, right. I mean, even, I think, a good majority of the black players in hockey are from Canada anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. P.K. Subban is, like, one of the popular ones. I think he's from, like, Edmonton or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But, you know, shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mike Greer. Shout out to Sandra Douglas Morgan. And, and where is she at again? Who? Um, Sandra Douglas Morgan. She's with the Raiders. Oh, okay, okay. The, the Raiders have been one of the, the first franchises to do – a lot of integration, like they had the first black. They had the first coach. black coach. Yep. They had, uh, I think, the first black GM, right? Yep. Um, they had the first Spanish coach. Yep. They had a lot of black and Spanish players. Like that's the Raiders organization, and for that, I always respect them. I mean, they might not get down the best all the time, but they always willing to throw brothers and and others a chance. So, I mean, it's not a far-fetched notion. She got a hell of a thing to try to clean up and turn around. So, you know, that kind of goes back into... I think they're heading in the right direction, though. It kind of goes back into one of those situations where it's like, why do we always keep having to get on and fix, like, the worst situation? (laughs) And then, like, once we kind of build it up a little bit, and they still not satisfied, quote unquote. Then somebody else come in, and and they supposed to reap the benefits. Now where it backfired, uh, sorry, Bezel was them Texans. They still trying to figure it out. But <laughs> you know they tried to do that shit with so many different schools and so many different organizations. Where it's like, oh man, we so fucked up. I believe. Let's bring the black coach in. Shout out to you, Houston Texans. <laughs> hey, I think also they also kind of messed up because you know Groom was the president and the coach. 
Well, no, I thought uh, Mike Mayock was – was he the GM? Mike Mayock was the GM. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, they had all that going on. But you're right. She does she does she does got a lot of work to do. But I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully it works out for her and she can open more doors for other females. You know what I'm saying? Other black females. Um, but you're right, the Raiders are always kind of ahead of the game. I, I forgot they had a Hispanic coach. That's right. <laughs> he won the Super Bowl, didn't he? Yep. Flores. Okay. Uh I mean, as for the the brother in hockey, I mean, you know, shit, do do work, son. But look, while you in there, man, put as many motherfuckers on as you can because man, that's what? the only way. That's the only way we move up is when it's somebody black. Like that's another thing that I respect uh Lovey Smith for. When he was at Illinois and other stops, like he tried to put as many black blackity on. blackity black black. Exactly. He tried to put so many black coaches on so that at least they got some experience that they can add that to their resume. And it's like, look, I, I can't promise you, you know, your next stop. But what I can do is at least get you some experience so you can always put that on your resume. Yeah. You know you know how they say um, it's not a lot of black uh, owners of, like, um, like football and NBA teams? Yeah. They should go after hockey because you, you can buy them for the low. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess they say, what the fuck do I know about hockey? Or it's, how to at least put I mean, it together. You don't necessarily got to know about it because it's, it's people that buy teams all the time that don't know nothing about. Huh, too shy. I mean, if you got the money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I, I got to be honest. I'm messing around and hit this lottery. I, I definitely wouldn't be trying to invest in no hockey team, but I definitely would. <laughs> and and uh, I told y'all, man, them Seattle Supersonics, baby, I'm going to be on the front row hey. with, my, with my Bulls gear on. <laughs> hey man, they gonna kick you out the stadium. Nope, they can't. <laughs> I got part of ownership, baby. I, I get. I guess with hockey too, it also depends like where you at. Cause like, remember Atlanta had the Thrashers, and they they didn't last what they don't last what about three years. No, nah, it was longer than that. Was it? It felt yeah. like three years. Yeah, cause I I, I remember uh, going to a couple games when I was in school. No. <clears throat> I don't know. It it feel like they wasn't around long. But I know um they, they the Winnipeg Jets now, so shout out to the Winnipeg Jets. And they came back as Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Cause Winnipeg Jets was a team back in the day and then they Yeah, it was. Yeah, then they dissolved. <laughs> then it came back. But um all right, man, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. But before we do, um let me give a shout out to Puerto Rico. And Canada for tapping in on the podcast. Should have been did that. <laughs> uh, you know, I appreciate y'all. Um, also, I'm going to plug in uh, the homie Stefan Cobb. Um, he's a chef in the Riley Durham area. Um, the name of his uh, <clears throat> catering crew company is uh, Cobb and Sons. Um, if anybody need any catering in the Triangle, just hit them up at cobbinsons at gmail.com and cobbsandsoncatering.com. Um, y'all can hit me for more info. Um, y'all got anything to plug? Anything? Anybody shout out? Uh, shout out to my other podcast, uh, like an institutional control podcast. Four brothers talk about football. Let, them know, had... where they can, let them know where they can get it downloaded it and stream uh, it. Apple. 
I think we on definitely on Anchor and there's some other stuff that we're on. I mean, pretty much all platforms that you look for for podcasts, you can pretty much find four brothers talking about college football. We've even had Coach Johnny Watson a couple times. Not in uh, Atlanta Thrashers, they were around for about eleven seasons from ninety nine to two thousand eleven. No, it, it felt like it felt like they was only around three. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna put some respect on them Thrashers? My bad. Hey, what was Atlanta Thrashers a hockey team? Yeah, yeah they was. Oh, they Lord. Was, why, why, why try? Why even try in the South? I mean, look, man. Well, you say that, but the Nashville Predators been holding on for a while and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning I, won the last two years. I can see um, Nashville. Tampa Bay, that's a problem. Okay, well, that's cool. But and Atlanta. They, they also, and they got the Florida Panthers down in Miami or Fort Lauderdale somewhere down there. And the boys still around? Yeah, that's good. Right? That collapsed. Just, just, but just knowing how Atlanta is, I just, I wouldn't see a hockey team being Atlanta even ever being fruitful like that. Dog, when when we used to go to them games, dog, them things used to be packed. Okay, well, maybe I'm speaking prematurely. Well, I guess too because you know Atlanta has become more like a mixed type city where you got people come from everywhere and all kind of ethnicities that are kind of really in Atlanta. I, mm-hmm. I can see it because it's kind of like with the, with the soccer team they got there. They they be pretty packed out. They do. Yeah. Okay. Whenever well, New York used to come into town, that. Stadium used to be packed with New York niggas. Oh, that shit was so funny. Yeah, because when I used when stadium. I used to go to the Nick games in Atlanta, it was more Nick fans than Hawks fans. Oh, okay. It was like that in Orlando too. Well, yeah, I mean, nobody know Hawk fan for real, man. Go to them games just to go, man. <laughs> hey, them, them tickets be cheap, man. And if your team really coming to town, you can go out there and watch them for the love. <laughs> hey, well, don't do the Hawks like that. <laughs> well, I mean, the New Age Hawks okay, but I don't really know. I guess I have to see what they're doing with this little offseason to know what they're going to look like next year, but they're trying to make some things happen now. But you know back in the day they weren't talking about this. No, they weren't. Look, Dominique, after Dominique, man, it took a long time, but they, uh, they got Grant Hill in the front office now, though. Oh, for real? Maybe he can do some things, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he definitely can. Look, I think that's just the way to go anyway with sports. Get some of these guys that already played, man, and then some guys that have some understanding outside just playing the game, you know. And y'all can you can help build an organization, but all them days just having a bunch of guys that just a bunch of suits and don't know nothing, and they in there just trying to formulate and, just, and really trying to make sure they can keep their money high, keep the profits high on their end, so you keep putting money into their own pockets. You know, those guys can't set up and make no good teams because they can't build for that future. They just all about the bottom line from year in year out. Yeah, uh, yeah. James, James Dole is one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, shout out to the Knicks anyway. <laughs> hey, shout out to the Bulls, man. It's my only shout out, man. Shout out to the Bulls, baby. Chicago, baby. And hey, Johnny Watts, me find me. <laughs> hey, uh, man. Nice shot time. Oh yeah, so, shout out to Drake. He wanted to be on here, but I think he was busy this morning. So, shout out to Drake. My, Miami Hove. Hey, 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 hey y'all, hold up, man. <laughs> Gang banging. I had to do it, man. I had to do it. Hey, I heard it. Well, I heard your plight. So, so is that is that your your, your weekly offering to the light skin God himself? Hey, man, I just had to do it. This episode wouldn't have been complete without a cameo appearance with the smoke dog. Smoke hey. dog. Also. 
Hey, also, shout out to Mike for coming through early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he came in. He, he shouted us out. He got out, but shout out to Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out shout out to Derek, too, because I haven't heard from him in a couple weeks. So, shout out to Derek. Okay, okay. All right. Trust and trust. Trust and trust. Happy belated birthday, trust and trust. Hey, yeah, happy birthday yeah. to Derek. Oh, happy birthday for sure, man. Yes, sir. Big <laughs> deep. And I guess we'll be leaving by the Oh, Mick. Shout, shout out to the elder group, Mick. Mick. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mick. Boy, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just thinking about a Ryan joke right now. I ain't going to touch it, man. I better chill out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan be coming by like, golly. <laughs> Disrespectful, man. Whoa. Hey, hey we'll leave that in the group text, man. Oh, for sure, for sure. Hey, man, hey, good time to y'all boys, man. Likewise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, man. Holla. Next time. All right.